Hi guys and welcome to the podcast keepingfitandwell.co. I'm your host today, KP, who's feeling, um, I'm feeling slightly, I've got the dreads that the summer holidays are coming up, so I'm like, the kids are off, everybody's routine is off, it's just tough going man, it's mentally draining, it's physically draining, it's financially draining, so I do have the dreads um, in the membership. I'm going to be doing a little focus on like how to keep your kids active, how not to get thrown off the routine in July and August. So I would like you to join me there. The link is in my bio or you can join via the website. Um, but it's all about kind of coming together as a community and just getting through it together because it's fucking tough going, man. I never used to even be aware of the summer holidays were a thing. My clients would be like that. I can't come in today. We gyms fucking. He's hit me up all night. He's been on the games and I just he's not at school. And I'd be like this. My clients, fucking hell, get a grip. See now, obviously, me and Stacey have got the kids. Fuck me. I'd like to apologise. A public apology to everyone who I have told it shouldn't matter if the school holidays. You should still be on your routine. Holy fuck. So. We're just going to do what we can, but I would like you to join me and you can stay on it. So today is a really cool episode and it's all about how the food we eat is affecting our hormones, affecting our brain. I'm going to give you some signs. I'm going to give you some facts because I don't know if you've been following me on the Instagram, Keeping Fit, if you haven't already been following me. And I've been kind of ranting about a famous personal trainer, right? Fair play to her, right? She doesn't give a fuck about me. She's making a bloody fortune, but she does kind of promote something that I don't promote. And that's fine. Listen, that's the fitness industry. But I personally have been a victim of that kind of chat. 28 day cut and you can just eat what you want as long as it's 16,000 calories in one or some mad pish. I've been a victim to that grim life because what happens on day 35, eh? What the f- Nothing. You're fucked it basically in day 35. Every time you're going to be doing something like that, everything is adjusting to that. So the next time you need to do it, you need to go harder. You can't go harder, man. You'll be down at like fucking 500 calories, dipping fucking a cucumber into crushed up sweetener for your dinner. It just can't go on. And when I was writing the notes for this episode, I was like, join the revolution, which is me. I'm all about health and learning and something that's sustainable, only because I've been absolutely savaged by the fitness industry and I thought how sad that that's the revolution what so the revolution is just like kind of self-love and taking care of yourself yeah fucking hell man what happened to us what the fuck happened here so in today's episode let's get to it and we're going to talk about some juicy juicy hormones that I love I love it and I love that food has a bigger connection on the way we think and our moods than we actually even know about. Because I bet you don't think like that. I bet you're not like, I'm going to have my Red Bull in a McDonald's today and then think it's not having an effect on long-term brain health. Holy shit. Kind of makes it feel a bit scary and to do with the brain, isn't it? You're a bit like, oh. Especially when there's a lot of chat around the fact that dementia has been called the third diabetes because it's been shown that people with a high sugar, high processed diet are more susceptible to dementia. So like, we're not just staying on track, health and eating pure ingredients and watching what we're doing because we want to look good for a cruise that you've booked with Jim. Oh no, it goes much deeper than that. It's our actual brain health. 
So let's take a deep dive today. Thank you so much for joining me. So I'm going to go with a hormone called leptin. Leptin. So this hormone signals your brain to feel satisfied with what you're eating. So it helps regulate your energy balance and it stops you from overeating. Now, I do think that would be a major issue if you were trying to kind of stay in nice, healthy looking shape, if that my hormone leptin was off, so I never felt full, I never felt satisfied. Like, that's dodgy, is it not? So if your leptin is off, it causes signals of overeating because you're just not getting that switch off. So you make your leptin all shitey shite when you eat things that are really processed, lab made. What I tell my clients is, let's just keep counting ingredients, turn it over. There shouldn't be fucking 25 different ingredients of things that look like Polish family names, right? Beginning with Z, X, all the kind of shite. No, we don't need that in our life, right? We need to be living our best life and our best life isn't in thickening gums, okay? That isn't in that. It's not in... Like, you see the wee videos on TikTok and stuff and it's somebody with, like, a whole bundle of sugar. It looks like some sort of, like, Colombian drug gang and it's, like, a whole table full of sugar and it's like, this is how many spoonfuls of sugar are in and you're like, fucking hell. Like, that's a lot of sugar. And let's not pretend that sugar ain't good. There's sugar that's natural sugar and that's fine. It's in an apple, but nature designed it so that you know you eat it and you're getting fiber with it and you're getting all the goodness with it so i'm not going to say oh but also i see people online saying you don't get addicted to sugar that's stupid and all this of course you do listen Ada used to have a fucking terrible sweet tooth because I was just giving in it all the time even you know yourself if like the kids have got a wee leftover thing i'll be like ah. But then what would be happening as I'm really in tune with my body, my cravings would be like, oh, I'd be wanting even more sugar. But I see when I don't do any of that and I'm in more control, I'm in a happier place with myself and my emotions, so I don't need to eat like that, then I don't have the cravings. No shit, eh? No shit. So that's the first hormone that's fucking blown to bits with sugar and the shite that you're eating. Ghrelin, another wee goodie that I like. Ghrelin, so that's the hunger hormone. So ghrelin signals your brain when it's time to eat. So like, you know, when people are like, I just want to do intuitive eating and stuff. Well, you really need to be eating natural foods to be able to do intuitive eating because the processed foods, which is a brilliant business plan, if I was like the creator of processed foods and I could stop your hunger hormones working properly, it would make you keep buying more stuff and eating more of my stuff, then fucking brilliant. It's a great idea, but not a good idea if you're actually trying to sort your health out. So things like processed food, high sugar especially, disrupts the function. So it leads to overeating because then your intuitive eating's all fucked. For me personally, I have breakfast, lunch and dinner. I don't snack because there's no need. I've had a full breakfast that's full. I'll have like full fat Greek yogurt with nuts in it, with blueberries, low sugar stuff. Or I'll have a savoury breakfast of like eggs, full fat, asparagus cheese i'm full man there's no reason for me to want to have a little naked bar that by the way when you strip it down you get it because it's naked when you strip it down it's full of dates and fucking hundreds of sugar like you wouldn't sit and eat like 12 dates in the one go so what it is is it gives you this blood sugar spike 
and then it gives you a crash and it's messing about with things like ghrelin so you've not got that I feel full to my lunch, I eat my lunch do you know what I mean? You find yourself constantly thinking about food all the time and that will put any person in a fucking bad mood because it makes you a bit ratty, you know what I mean? Like, oh, especially when you've got blood sugar issues when you keep eating really high sugar foods that weren't designed by nature so our wee bodies can't handle it Shh. just like fucking overload so you're killing stuff like your ghrelin your leptin and these hormones are regulating it so if you are doing that then good luck to you because you're fighting your body's biology all day and i don't know about you but coming into school holidays if you've got nip 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 with the wains fucking going at you your routine's all fucked and already you're fucked hormones like ghrelin leptin you ain't going to be like not give any cravings man so you need to start being really in tune with what's working for you what works for me is full fat breakfast loads of nutrients right i'm full i'm not going to pester myself for a snack until lunch i've got that well i'm feeling a bit hungry what time is it? it's lunchtime boom right another hormone that is affected by the food that you're eating is cortisol so i'm always going on about how stress badly affects your hormones and it really does right it crushes your progesterone which in long term it can mean that you're not ovulating when you're not ovulating in long term language that can mean (laughs) that you're more susceptible to things in the menopause like having a really bad perimenopause like because you've crushed your progesterone you've not ovulated estrogen's high as fuck it's gone wild so when you hit the perimenopause your hormones go haywire it's a brain update it's a software update for your brain when you're in perimenopause so you need to like take care of yourself so that when that software update is happening it can happen as smooth as possible because really the perimenopause can last for 15 years do you want 15 years of really suffering, second guessing if this is the life for you, staring out the fucking kitchen window like that? Doing those deep sighs, do you know the ones where you're like that? Oh, what's up with you? Nothing, nothing. Then it starts to affect your work, it starts to affect your relationship. Can you be arsed going to the gym right now? You've got no fucking energy. Then you start to put weight on, you're starting to get really unhappy, you don't want to go on holiday. Like you can put a stop to all that and it's what you're putting in your mouth. It's the choices you're making with your food. It needs to be better. Honestly, it needs to be better. You have to pull away from the whole, it just is a calorie deficit. It's dead lazy coaching, like me just saying to you, it's a calorie deficit. It's not, it's about protecting these hormones that I'm listing. You know, watching your inflammation. It's all of that, I'm afraid, but who would you rather listen to? Somebody telling you that you can eat Nutella toast for your breakfast or me telling you, can you fuck? Can you fuck? Right? Serotonin, which is a hormone that regulates our mood, our appetite and our sleep. So that's an issue if you are trying to, you know, be your best self, if something is crippling your serotonin, which loads it is made down in the gut. So if you're eating things that's killing your good gut bacteria, it's killing half your workforce. It's killing half your workforce. And you know the now that there's an issue with that because like there's a lot of people off their work, not well. Everyone's like working on half capacity. So when you're phoning anything, it's like that. Brr, brr. Hello. We are shorter staffed than usual. So you might have a longer waiting time. You are number 
710 in the queue. We are sorry for the inconvenience that this might cause. Your waiting time might be around 48 hours. Thank you for holding. QR number 701 in the queue. Your waiting time is 48 hours. Uh, what the fuck? So, if you know that the workforce would be sluggish with half of your work team there, right? So you're not working on a full boona. You're not working on the full deck of cards. What's going to happen? Things like hormones, digestive issues, IBS bloating, heavy periods, mood swings, all these symptoms if you are killing your gut bacteria. So you need to be thinking, I'm going to be looking after my gut bacteria because then it's going to look after me. So high sugar foods, not good. Processed foods, not good for it. Alcohol, sorry to say it's not good. I like to use the example when we're using alcohol gel and then we're obviously cleaning germs off our hands. But if you're drinking that, you're killing your little good gut bacteria. And if you've got half the workforce there, then you're going to find that you're going to run into a lot of issues, especially with your mood. If I was feeling low in mood all the time for no reason, um, and I'm searching for this answer of what could it be, I would look at my foundations of health and make sure that they're in place, like my sleep, what's my food like, what's my hydration. I wouldn't be so shocked if I was feeling that way, if all that stuff was to shit. Do you know what I mean? If I'm eating lots of crap, if I'm getting three hours sleep, like I wouldn't be shocked because that takes me on to my next hormone that's affected by what we're eating and that's dopamine. So this is the reward hormone that's released in the brain when we eat foods we enjoy. So, uh-oh, we've run into a problem because dopamine, like we fucking love dopamine. It's like catnip. It's like fucking catnip. We love getting a hit of dopamine. That's why like Instagram's designed the way it is, but it keeps refreshing and we're getting that. We, oh, dopamine, oh, dopamine. And you're picking up your phone without even realizing it. We love dopamine. We are hungry for dopamine. But what doesn't dopamine like? Uh-oh, high sugar hijacks it. It hijacks the reward system because dopamine loves it short term. Oh, it's impulsive. It loves it. Boom, getting a wee buzz of sugar. I'm having a bad day. Oh, wait a minute, because dopamine will just fucking help us out. Love it. But that leads to pure addictive kind of feelings towards certain foods, sugary foods. So it gives us that craving because dopamine's like, man, gaze a wee hit. We need a wee dunt here. Come on. So you can see how you would have that cycle of shite where you can't break it. You're just constantly craving shite all the time and then you're pure crab it because you need your hit of dopamine. So that can lead to overeating very easy, but it can also lead to killing the good hormones like your serotonin, which is going to give you that sort of nice, warm, happy feeling. Dopamine's a racy hit. It's a racy hit. You know what I mean? We're not might be getting hit with dopamine the way we are. Serotonin's that kind of warm oxytocin's that love hormone that's kind of a more sustainable, steady output of happiness. Whereas dopamine's like fast and hard and it runs out. So when your dopamine levels are depleted, they are fucking depleted. You'll be feeling low. You'll be feeling a bit come downy. You know what I mean? Like you've just had a pure weekend bender. Mm-mm. We don't want to feel like that. We want sustained. We don't want to feel anxious because when we're killing our good gut bacteria, it's making us feel anxious. So if I was somebody that was like, oh, anxiety is debilitating my life, then I wouldn't be 
having the high sugar diet, but you can see how that your body, once you give into it and you're giving into it and giving into it, makes you crave it. It wants more. Your body's not silly. It's going to make you want more and more. So you're going to have to really address it. And I'm going to tell you how we can do it. So to improve your mood and your health through food, let's consider the following steps. We need to eat regularly. We need to have a stable blood sugar, which does mean that we're having balanced meals and we're giving our body a break from eating. So back when I was first in the fitness industry, it would have been about showing my age here, but let's just say 17, 18 years ago. It was this pish of having eight small meals a day to keep your metabolism going. What the fuck are you talking about? That Your metabolism's not like a wee fire. You need to keep chucking fucking coals on to keep it going. It doesn't work like that. But all I was doing is I was keeping my blood sugar spiking all the time. I wasn't giving my body the rest and the digest state. So my best advice is you get breakfast, lunch, dinner. Keep it simple, keep it basic. Don't be eating wee tiny meals for lunch because you're on a diet or a 28-day shred. You need to make your meals satisfying, full of nutrients, full of diversity for your gut health, and then that's going to satisfy you at your next meal. You have things like water, maybe some green tea. You can have a wee coffee in the morning if you've not got any issues. Have your water with your lemon and your ginger and just try and give your body a break three to four hours before you eat again. Trust me, that's one of the best things you can do for health. Choose whole foods that are rich in vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and all that good juicy stuff that's going to support your health, that's going to support your brain health. Because there's no point in fucking suffering with brain fog and not knowing what the fuck's going on. There's certain foods that have been made in labs that now break through the blood-brain barrier. Food ain't meant to do that. That's like a alarm system going off. Like, what the fuck is in here? Intruder intruder so you're suffering with brain fog forgetting things not as sharp not not showing up as your best self just because of the food that you're choosing to eat so i'm hoping that you're going to make better choices after you've heard this podcast today so include things like omega-3 fatty acids so that's stuff found in fish walnuts flaxseed and they're crucial for brain health and it's going to be helpful to regulating your mood so all those healthy fats Fuck the low fat shit now use. Like aha, uh-huh, it's lower than calories, but it's lower than it's lower than anything that's going to help your body thrive. It's low in everything. The only thing that low fat food is high is high in is sugar. Because they take the fat out of it and it'll taste like shit now. So they add in some sugar, some sweeteners that are killing your gut health, that's then giving you all these mood problems, all these problems with regulating your appetite. Like all this stuff then has this domino effect. So we need to strip it all back and just start at the basics, okay? Limit processed food just for all the reasons I've told you. So because it's containing such high levels of like sugar and unhealthy fats and it disrupts your hormones, it's going to be harder for you to stay on track when you're eating stuff like that. Stay hydrated. So mild dehydration can have an influence on your mood and even your concentration, especially if you're feeling fucking shattered in the afternoon. It can be something as simple as hydration. Add a little bit of the pink salt in just to help the electrolytes. It's got eight essential minerals in it. What does it taste like? It tastes like you've put fucking salt in your water. If I had a penny for every time somebody asked me that, I'm like that. Of course it's going to taste like fucking salt. Um, Consider probiotics and prebiotics so these support your healthy gut microbiome which is linked to positive mental health it's gut is known as the second brain so we need to take care of it i've just told you if you kill half the workforce down there 
then you're going to be working on half the capacity. And again, we're not showing up as our best self. And that's all I want for you. That's the dangers of today's fast food, high sugar diet in the brain. So you can get things like disorders of high sugar diets cause things like depression, anxiety. Don't know about yous, but if I kind of relate it back, my anxiety was really bad. So my OCD intrusive thoughts was at its peak when my diet wasn't good. I looked shredded, by the way, but I was having loads of things like I was having a lot of sweeteners. Um, my sweet tooth was crazy just because I was destroying all these hormones because I was in such a restrictive um, diet. I wasn't getting enough nutrients. Um, things that I was eating, I was having these like protein shakes. And I remember going to the dentist and he was like, ah, have you got a really high sugar diet? And I, this is when I was I just started as a PT. So I was like, ah, no, my God, I'm eating tuna and rice for my lunch. What are you talking about? And he had to give me like all these fillings. He was like, ah, your fucking diet seems high in sugar. And I was looking at the back of my protein shake and it was just full of sweeteners and sugar and just total crap. Like, so it's things like that. Just get back to basics. Like, look, make sure you understand what the ingredients are. Diets high in process, like sugars and all that as well, have an effect on our memory and, and our learning. All these disorders are coming out the now with like concentration, ADHD, and then we can look at the foods that we're eating and they're so like high concentrated sugar with all these different ingredients like fucking XZ, like a Polish family name, like 50. It's like you're reading a family tree. Like, that ain't good. If you can't recognise it, your body can't. We've got food addictions, you know, we've got people that can't break this cycle of like bad foods because they're so addicted and they've gubbed their hormones so much that they're finding it really, really hard to cut back, to have the self-control, to have the self-discipline. And that's just the way the food's been designed. Like, I mean, I couldn't sit and eat five apples, but I could sit and eat like one of those big tubs of Pringles because it's been designed to make, to be moorish to make you want more so we've got all these like food addictions and they're just very hard to break so I do sympathize it is a bit of a journey that's why like these 28 day shitey things don't work because they're not retraining your brain they're not getting to the root cause of the issues you know you're putting a plaster on stuff for 28 days and then what the plaster comes off and you're just probably worse than you even were so you've got to be careful of that I can't stress enough how we treat our bodies, the self-love that we have really has an effect on our long-term health, which is going to be the root of everything. Because see, when you don't have your health, nothing actually fucking matters. Honestly, trust me. Inflammation. So these diets that we're on as well can cause things like inflammation. Inflammation kills one in five people. It's not spoke about, not talked about. The modern day diet is causing us to be so inflamed. It's causing health issues. It's causing mental health issues, autoimmune. And again, just that we can't show up as our best self. And it's the foods that we're eating that's killing us. It's the boiling frog syndrome. When we're disrupting our gut health, um, it is our second brain. So the microbiome can have a negative impact on your mental health that can cause you to crave things. And again, you're just fighting a pure uphill battle all the time with your health. And you need to change your mindset. You need to think about, I need to get healthy. I need to get healthy for my brain, for my gut health, for my hormones. See, when we're focusing so much on like the scales or fitting into outfits and that kind of like wanting to look a certain way, it makes us a bit impatient. 
because we're not seeing results quickly, but we're not seeing what's going on inside and we're not in tune with the stuff that's going inside our bodies, like feeling good. Oh, I feel better today. Oh, I had a better sleep last night. Oh, I'm in a better mood for the kids. So I just want you, I'm ending this podcast today, just to really, really think, learn, get as much knowledge as you can and understand how your body works. Ideally, what I would want you to do is I'd want you to go to the link in my bio and join Team KP, where I talk about all this kind of stuff. It's realistic, it's sustainable advice for you and guidance. It's nothing crazy. I'm not going to sell you stuff that I know doesn't work long term. And listen, it would be easier for me to do that. I'd make more money. I'd fucking be loaded. I'd probably be over with Courtney Black with a booty band fucking in Dubai wear like that. This is brilliant. Eating Nutella and toast, feeding her, feeding her Nutella and toast. There you go. Do you know what I mean? But I can't do it. I fucking cannot do it. I've got to do it the hard way and so do you. So let's just get together as a community. I hope you join. There's loads of stuff coming up. July's full of absolute goodies and it's a lot about mental health in July. Basically to help us through the summer holidays because I'm very scared. Oh, Jesus Christ. So if you found this podcast helpful, let me know. Give me a wee tag on the gram and I will share it. Sometimes it doesn't come up. It's really weird. Um, But give me a wee nudge like, I posted you on my story and you've not shared. So share me. Share your pals. Sharing is caring. Get your friends involved. Join this, keepingfittingwell.co and maybe you'll get a wee jumper. You will get a t-shirt if you join Team A. Also, there is yearly blood tests. So I'm not just working outside. I'm working from the inside out. The mental health, what's going on in your body, your gut health, your hormones. It's a longer road, but it's the road to success. So, Take it easy. I hope you're well. I hope not everybody's scared and staying awake because the summer holidays are coming. But listen, I've got you. I'm going to help. Take care. Peace.